G'day everyone, welcome to the third ep of the In and Under podcast, you're here again as always with Carmen and Alex. Alex, how are you today mate? I am exceptionally well and we'll tell them why when we get to the betting segment because my mood comes from how our betting went in the week. Absolutely, we've got some (laughs) exciting news to share with you, if you care that is. All right, well, speaking of the betting, um, let's get stuck in straight away to NBA, mate. I'll uh, let you kick us off. NBA. Sweet. Um, well, 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 well. We are back with another big edition of NBA, bringing you all of the latest news that you care about um, and recapping what's been three million games in the last seven days. Um, But the big one, we had the in-season tournament begin, so our thoughts are going to focus on that. What do you know about the in-season tournament, Carmen? Almost nothing. <laughs> I did not know it was a thing until it was on. <laughs> so I think it, it kicked off on Saturday, I think, with the first games. Friday their time, Saturday our time. Um, and I'll give you a, a quick overview. This is the summary. <clears throat> so we had the inaugural in-season tournament, which it is the first of its kind, the in-season tournament. This has never been done before. Um, and we'll touch it- more on that. I'm going to speak about this later, but just as a precursor, it's fucking sick. You like it? Oh, I love it. We'll we'll get to that, mate. We'll get to that. Um, So, first of all, all 30 teams have been randomly drawn into groups of five within their conference based on win-loss records from last year. Um, It began on November the 3rd and will continue through Tuesday, November the 28th. Each team will play four designated group play games Mate, is this, is this on straight tournament off the, nights. Is this straight off the dome? This or? is off the top of my head, <laughs> mate. I'm just, I'm just thinking about it. Don't break my stride. Um, one game against each opponent in its group with two games at home and two on the road. So that is the loosest breakdown of it straight off the top of my head, of course. Um, can I yeah? Can I just interject for a second? Um, I'll go for it, I mate. Just, I just want our listeners to know what conference means because I think that's quite a a hard thing to understand, especially as an Australian, right? We don't have any of that in our sports. No, yeah, I suppose you're right. So thank you for bringing that up. Um, And since you brought it up, do you want to answer your own question? (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) Um, So conferences are just ways of breaking up teams into into different, um, uh, how would you say, not uh, leagues, but just, um essentially yeah this is actually really hard to explain <laughs> it's literally There's, not so it's just geographically which it's, it's, side of the yeah. country it is That's thank you so so obviously <laughs> like we have explained before there's an east and west um which splits up the teams in, in america in most american sports and within those um within the west and east there are things called conferences where the yeah like you said geographically where teams are situated there's they're broken down into even smaller groups that um, play each other, and those certain games um, determine what where they sit in. Ah, oh, this is where I get lost. But anyway, it's just a way to split up groups even more. 
We'll just cut this out. <laughs> that was pretty long-winded for East and West. Um, can, but we'll can, you, can you explain what conferences are? Uh, yeah, there's one side of the country that fits into East and one side of the country that fits into West. So I, mean, I imagine you could do that in AFL. You'd have fucking Adelaide and West Coast <laughs> <laughs> in a pretty small conference and then all the other teams in the Eastern Conference. So, um, yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks, thanks for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> Sorry, all right, go on, mate. Um, so after these group stage rounds, we go into the knockout rounds. Um, but I don't want to waffle too much. We've got the gist. There's each team from each conference is in groups of five. They play each other. They go through the knockout rounds, and then we get we'll get into that as it happens. I reckon. What do you think? Well, as the year progresses. Yeah, we we want to leave our listeners on a cliffhanger, like... Yeah, for sure. But we've got we've got to make sure they know that the end result is is a cup, right? They're, they're, they're trying to win a trophy. Which I am is... glad you are, saying because I've just got to that segment off the top of my head. Um, for the 23-24 season, the in-season tournament prize pool will be allocated to the players on the teams that participate in the knockout rounds. Um, with allocations increasing depending on how far a team progresses in the tournament. Oh, so they get money. Yeah, I think that's the incentive as in a good capitalist country, they have <laughs> a money incentive, financial incentive. Um, but I think there is a cup and there's an in-season tournament MVP as well. Yeah, right. So just to break it down uh, as as simply as possible, this tournament is an alternative championship that a team can win within the season and yes. outside of the playoffs itself and and the yeah the normal the normal championship. It is a bit weird when you think about it because also the tournament games do count to regular season like your record. So but that's what I that's what I love about it. I think it's so intelligent. Yeah, but what do you think? I guess we've we've moved on from the jargony bits and we're into this now. What do you think is the incentive for the NBA behind this? I don't know. I, I don't really care. I don't, I don't really care. As I fucking d- always, you have no fence to sit on quick enough. <laughs> no, I just don't know what... I don't care what the incentive is. That's 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 where I'm sitting. Uh, it, it, it It's just fun. And maybe that was their incentive to add something else to a competition that's been around for a long time. Um, and f- how they've found a way to merge that without compromising the season, uh, I think it's amazing. Because, you know, there's competitions like in soccer, like the Champions League, where playing those games really affect their um, actual season games. Yeah, And I feel like this is a really smart way of... of mixing both those things together so that you know it it, it works for for both of the competitions yeah i think it is an interesting perspective of it like like you say team can be heavily affected like often in football to go back to that or soccer as you called it um the team can progress well in a cup and it really does negatively affect their season like so it is a good way to to get across that and to yeah make sure that doesn't happen. But it is yeah it is weird. But I am pretty happy that when you think of the NBA, it's quite a 
forward-thinking, progressive sort of league in the sense that yeah. they're quick, like quick to change rules, to add rules, and to mix things up, which I think is really cool. Especially when you like, I know the AFL does that, but I don't know. Yeah, but it, the, it can the become AFL, stagnant. Yeah, the AFL try and copy the NBA, and I think they get a lot of stick for that. But like, I think we should be copying the NBA. I think they are the forefront of sports in the world with, with these things. I, yeah, I legitimately think it is the coolest sport and this is just another reason why, to be fair, yeah. in, in, in my opinion. It feels like they don't give a shit about tradition. Like They're very open to breaking tradition and perhaps there isn't even too many traditions um, in the NBA, which is maybe a good thing. Like, yeah. there's not too many fossils dictating things. Like, I don't know. The rules are very progressive in their, their style and the way they're introduced, and I like that. Yeah, I I, I 100% agree, and I, I love that. We live in an evolving society, and I think you need to do things to adapt and change. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not a fan of tradition. So go the NBA. Yeah, no, good for them. Um, but yeah, I guess so to touch on, we've obviously now introduced the in-season tournament to everyone who's listening, if you hadn't heard of it before. But we only had one round, and I don't think all the teams have played, so it's like it's kind of incremental as the season goes on because of how many teams are in the NBA you can't play. Yeah, uh, It's very rare that every team plays on the same night. But... Um, yeah, one of the cool things of it is they've got different... I don't know if they've got different jerseys, but they've got a very different court set up. Like, did you notice that? Did you watch yeah, any? Yeah. I did, and I, I really enjoyed that, that part of it, like, just to add a different aesthetic to it as well, I thought was super cool. Yeah, so basically, if you haven't seen anything yet, the court is usually dominated by... Uh, like a beigey color, isn't it? Like a cream sort of beige yeah, and wood they'll, color. They'll have the team logos and stuff that yeah. are different colored, but other than that, it's yeah, that yeah, woody, timbery color. Then they're not uncolorful, but these ones are like are the contrast. They're super colorful. It's dominated by one major color. There was lots of reds in there. Then the lines are yeah, different color, and there's very little bland or sort of plain colouring, which I actually controversially think it's too much. I think there's too much colour um, and that there's a middle ground somewhere because, yeah, some of them were fucking really hard to see the lines and stuff like that. But um, maybe I just need to go to the optometrist because I struggled with the uh, colours. How did you go? You're colourblind, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, uh, thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> Good segue. Um... <laughs> Yeah, look, I could tell that it was colourful. I had no idea what colours were on the court, though. <laughs> but it, I was going to say, who's your favourite? But you just say, yeah, one of the colour ones. <laughs> it helped because until the in-season tournament, I thought it was just black and white courts, to be fair. So. <laughs> Is that why you're a Nets fan? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, Nets, Nets are black and white? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're like a dog. You can only see certain <laughs> colours. <laughs> it's it's actually very true. Um, all right, let's move on from my disability. <laughs> let's. Um, so that's the in-season tournament. We're going to keep, um, you know, talking about that. I, I personally am excited about it. So as it goes on, we'll uh, we'll keep you updated with that. But um, 
During the week, a, um, a big trade happened, Alex. Um, Correct. And I know th- this is this is something you've predicted for a while. I know you haven't said it on the pod, but you've, you've spoken to me about it. <laughs> to be fair, um, I said quite a bit about it last week and you cut it all out. So I did cut it. <laughs> it, it must have been shit. exciting. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're having a crack at it again this week. Um, so tell us, tell us about this big trade, the one you've been uh, anxious over for a while. Well, if I can tell you about episode one of In and Under, I uh, I did call this. Um, so you can call me Mystic Mace because I was all over that. He wanted the Clippers. He got the Clippers. Um, and I'm going to look up what did they go for in the end. And I want to see who won or your thoughts on who won. How the... F- oh, here we go. Clippers are quite hard in seven player trade. So... To break it down, this is the exact trade. Sixers receive, Sixers are Philly, if anyone doesn't know, Nicholas Batum, Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, KJ Martin, and multiple draft picks. Clippers receive James Harden, PJ Tucker, and Philippe Petrasev. So, um, God, God. Croatian word of the week. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's... Is that racist? I don't know, mate. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> but James Harden, I called it on this pod a few weeks ago, and now he is officially landed in his designated landing place. And my question to you, Mr. Caruso, is who won the James Harden trade? Clippers. Clippers. Why? Shut up. Uh, just they didn't lose much, I don't think, and Harden's a bowler, so... Yeah, the average age of Philly got a bit older, didn't it? Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, Nicholas Batum. I think KJ Martin could be a decent player, and I'm surprised I, Clippers let him go. I do like KJ. Did he play any games for them? I don't think he played yeah. anything other than preseason. If he did, yeah. he didn't play a substantial role. Yeah, he's going to be a good player. He showed he showed a bit at the Rockets. Yeah. But yeah, I I do think Clippers have won that. They've They're stacked at the moment. Yeah, they absolutely stacked. They um are going to be pretty solid. I don't think they've had the start that that I was expecting. I think they've lost a couple and they lost a close one with the Lakers last week, which helped us win a bet again to take us back to that topic. Um, but yeah, I think they do get better. I'm really intrigued by how it affects their starting lineup. Like, do they go a bit smaller? Does Kawhi play power forward? Um, yeah. That's, surely, that's the interesting side of it. Surely you want to find a way to have Westbrook, Harden, George, and Kawhi all in the same court. Yeah, yeah, that would be pretty good to see. Um, but whether they can keep them, even if they choose that lineup, it's whether they can keep those players fit, isn't it? Because Kawhi and Paul George usually it's a game of like chicken who can get yeah. injured first. Um, I think that I think they've got enough you know, players to rotate in and out though, if those things happen, like if you've got a core of those four, you, you're doing pretty solid. Yeah. And PJ Tucker's pretty handy to have around the team. He's obviously experienced. I don't think he offers a whole lot on your offensive end, but defensively he's a good option. Um, and seems to be, yeah, a sought after player in the league, which I don't really understand. Maybe that's not having a basketball background. Um, shout out Scott Pendlebury but yeah like 
I, I don't know what his role is, but he obviously does it well because lots of teams want him. So, yeah, that's an Yeah, I agree. I think he's just that hustle player. And, mm. you know, I think they're important on any team. So, yeah. But, yeah, um, no, nah, Clippers win that for sure. And, uh, yeah, I, I had them as big movers this year. And I, I do think that they're going to propel highly especially now. So, How do you yeah. think it affects, um, like, is Embiid going to stick around? Does Philly get significantly worse? I actually, yeah, I wanted to bring that up because there was a few rumours buzzing about that Embiid wants to go to the Knicks or Knicks want Embiid and that there's potential in that happening. Um, oh, I think Sixers are going to do all they can to avoid that from happening because I still think they've got a decent chance to do well. They've been doing all right even without Harden playing, but I think if they lose Embiid, it's it's lights out. So Yeah, they'll be pretty keen to hold on to him. I think you're about to see Tyrese Maxey, who has been slapped on a bit, I think. You're about to see him go to a whole different level. Um, well, I think he had a double-double the other game. I think he had like a... 20 plus point 10 assist game so yeah he yeah he's he's looking pretty good yeah i'm a big fan of his um i think he's a really smart creative player that can score in or outside and yeah can assist if he builds on some of his playmaking i think he'll be a real real good player in the future and i think he's already on that trajectory so watch this space i agree all right well um let's move on to the week that was um like you said before, there's thousands of games have been played. Um, nothing really notable to to speak of yet, except really for me that Boston are still the only undefeated team in the league. They're they're four and zero at the moment. Um, yeah, what, what, what do you think about Boston, mate? Yeah, I think they're five and zero. They they could be, yeah. <laughs> No, they have been off to an absolute flyer um, since the beginning of the year, and they just look really tough to beat. They just got scoring everywhere you look, and Drew Holiday has gone from like not really trying to score to actually being able to hit any shot he wants because yeah. he has so much freedom and space. Um, he's so unreal. He's very good. He's such a balanced player, isn't he, offensively and defensively? Yeah, no, he's he's terrific. And I mean, there's just, I don't know, there's a whole arsenal of players like that just can score when they want at that team. Like Paul Zingas, when he's in, in the mood, is unstoppable. Tate, yeah. Tatum's looking like MVP. Brown can just do whatever he wants. And yeah, not to mention you've got someone like Derek White, who's actually really good. So Yeah, no, he is. Um, All right, look, early shout, but I'd... On Porzingis, I think he's going to be an all-star this year. Yeah, right. I think having those players around him just allows him the freedom like that he hasn't had before, and he's he looks really fucking sharp. Yeah, no, he's he's looked really good um, early on, and I think he's just going through the motions. I don't think he's really even hit like third gear yet. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when Tatum or someone's struggling, I think he'll get going and get to that next level. And then, yeah, it's just going to be very hard to stop them. So, yeah, so who who does stop them? Like, well, who, yeah, who have they got? Where do, you, where you've do they done fall your research. Off from so the next five games, they've got the Timberwolves, yep. who have been pretty average. W. They've got 70, 76ers who, Ooh. yeah, that could be a tough one. Yeah, that's top V second, I think. Are the current yeah. standings, yeah, yeah. So that could be the one to watch. Then yeah. they've got the Nets, who they beat 
by 11 points the other day. We didn't, we, we showed signs again. But yeah, yeah, anyway. you weren't bad in that one, actually. Um, just couldn't quite get over the line, which is going to be the story in next season, I think. Yeah. And then they've got the Raptors, who who can beat anyone on their day, but they've yeah. just been really inconsistent. Yep. Um, and also the Knicks, uh, who you know are, are doing well, probably haven't really uh, hit their stride yet. Oh, but um, They're 10-0 after that. I don't think any of those teams will stop them. Yeah, I think Sixers is the only real chance, but yeah, it's it's looking like it could be a ten and zero run, really. Hey. Yeah. Wow. They could. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I don't. I don't know who's going to stop them. Maybe it'll be an injury or something like that to one of their players that will break them down. But I'm calling them being ten and zero. So. Yeah. Yeah. You heard. You heard it here first. <laughs> All right. Well, I can't wait to get back into it next week and see how severely wrong we are. <laughs> <laughs> and on the other end, there's no team um, that hasn't won a game yet because the Grizz got over Portland today. They turned around like a 12-point deficit, I think, at one stage. Yeah, and that was 0-7 and seven going into that game. Uh, yep, 0-6. and six. Um, So again, coming no, in with the No, 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 no. They, def- the nah, mate, they were definitely 0-7. and seven. I know that 100%. Well, they're 1-6 now, so... Um, okay, so it's wrong. <laughs> And I'm not wrong. The stats are wrong. <laughs> it's no surprise there. if anyone who knows Carmen knows he couldn't have been wrong. So yeah. anyway, Thank they you. won their first game today. Good um, on them. They'll so be celebrating. Congrats. congrats. I hope Jar doesn't celebrate too hard. <laughs> Jar will be doing shots in the club, and I don't mean alcoholic kind. Oh god. All right. Well, that's NBA for today. <laughs> what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. All right, we're going to get into uh, trivia a bit earlier this week, and um, this time it's not going to be uh, uh, sport-associated. This is a um, a trivia I've got for Alex, and and it's called "How English Are You Really?" <laughs> <laughs> so, just a bit, just a bit of background. Um, I've known Alex for what about ten years now. Fuck, is it that long? Yeah, that's too yeah, we, long. We met whilst we were playing um, soccer in America, um, and from day dot, he's claimed he was British. Uh, <laughs> From but South I, Australia, but right? I, I, ge- I genuinely don't have any proof except <laughs> his English accent, um, which sounds dodgy at times. I don't know; it sounds pretty phony. So it does, and I genuinely think it's just been a facade to impress me. Shit, uh, I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous that I'm about to get found out. When we first met, I told him I liked Arctic monkeys, and I think he just rode on the accent from then. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> So yeah, this is this is how I'm gonna find him out. Um, I'm gonna start you off easy, mate. All right. Cool. Hit me with it. So this question, even if you're not English, you should know this. How many what questions it- is there, by the way, before we get into this? Uh, oh, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> what? Tell me, what is the English national animal? National animal. Yeah. Like What's what? The national- uh, the lion? 
Yeah, correct. The lion, oh. which is which is native to Africa and Asia. <laughs> Can we're, you? We're allowed this, to take animals that we've colonized <laughs> the countries <laughs> of. Oh god, it was so weird that that's your animal. But anyway, know. yeah, you tried to catch me out there early I on. I did. I yeah. did. I'm, right, I'm but, Tim, mate. Tim English. Now that being your your national animal, you should know a lot about lions. So the next question is. Which is the only African country to have outlawed <laughs> lion trophy hunting? <laughs> Hold on. Mate, you should know this. They, they, they're your animal and this country is protecting them. You should know this. The only African country that has... To have outlawed lion trophy hunting. Uh, you should know this, mate. It's obviously Kenya. How the fuck did you know that? <laughs> mate, I was born and bred... In Kenya. Oh, my God. I'm an elite marathon runner. This has not started well for me. I thought you would be nowhere near that. Hey, catch me out. Try me. That's actually very good. All right. (laughs) Cool. Okay. Let's let's get to the next one. (laughs) What are the essential ingredients of a traditional English shepherd's pie? Now, most people would know this, so this wouldn't impress me if you got this. Shepherd's pie? Yeah. It, it Like, how many ingredients does it want? Do you have a list in front of you? Yeah, i got a list. Just give me the essential ones, and if you get it, I'll, I'll give you a nod, mate. Well, potato, like mashed potato on top. Yeah, of course. Gravy? Uh, yeah, well, it doesn't have to be gravy, but there is another... Or stock. There's a sauce. Yeah, or what What sauce is usually with it? I think it can alternate, but there's a traditional sauce. Really? I've only ever used gravy. Um, fuck. Worcestershire? Yeah, correct. Is it? That's in yeah. shepherd's... Uh, there we go. What, what, what type of meat is usually in a shepherd's pie? <sighs> See, I think it's deceptive because there's cottage pie and there's shepherd's pie. And mm-hmm. I think cottage pie is lamb and shepherd is beef. But it could be the other way around. It could be the other way around. I reckon shepherd me. is... Oh, no, I'm sticking with it. Shepherd is beef mint. Okay, it's lamb. Oh, bullshit. No, no, nah, not, not in my house, mate. Not in my English household. Mate, you've, you've let me down on where, where I thought you would get it right. Um, but yeah, no, the essential ingredients are lamb and there's carrot and peas in there. Yeah, carrot and peas. Um, Didn't let me get those. Yeah, which is... Uh, blended with Guinness, I think. Apparently, what? This is well. This is Irish, then, isn't it? Nah. Well, maybe <laughs> a traditional English <laughs> Irish shepherd's pie. But that's what I've got in my notes: Worcestershire sauce, sometimes cheese, and mashed potatoes. All right. Cool. Yep. Now, so I'm one out of two out of three. Yeah. Now, along with that, and because I know you're such a big fan of Friends. <laughs> And in the global, globally popular and best ever TV show Friends, there's one episode where Rachel famously messes up her shepherd's pie by accidentally creating it with half the recipe of another famous English dish. What was the other oh, dish? I know this. Trifle. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Mate, honestly... Get me on fucking Mastermind is that, or something. Is that the one bit of Friends you've ever seen? I've sat through many a depressive Friends episode um, 
and the episode was not friends it was i think based on your mental health because that's your comfort show isn't it <laughs> it is um it is, yeah and i've had to sit through and watch too many episodes of that shite show um this this is where the controversy lies in our relationship because i'm a massive friends fan and alex fucking despises it yeah no but r.o.p matthew perry yeah yeah true <laughs> all right this is a um this is a good trivia because we're, we're learning a lot about each other. Well, I hope you guys are learning a lot about us anyway. Um, all right, next they one. don't give a shit about us. <laughs> True. Next one. All right, easy. Most people should know this as well. What's the capital city of England? Come on, mate. London. Bang. Correct. What was the former capital city of England? Oh. Before London. I know what former means, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck. That's actually tough. I don't think I have any clue. Do you know mm. what county it's in? No idea. <laughs> um, oh, I can give you a hint, though. Give they've me a named, hint. Yeah, give me a hint. They've named certain guns after this city. Guns? Yeah. Like Jarmoran style? <laughs> Mate, you're hanging on to that Jarmoran joke. <laughs> I'm hammering it home for the viewers, um, the listeners at home, rather. They've named guns after him. Um, fuck. Remington? And it's the Winchester. Oh, the Winchester. Okay. Well, yeah. it's called Winchester, yeah. yeah we'll Winchester. edit that one out, mate, because I don't want you to look too bad. <laughs> All right, so... Um, I've got a fun fact here as well. So, um, speaking of London, New York drifts an inch away from London each year. Ooh. What is the current distance to the nearest kilometre between London and New York? Oh, fuck. Jesus. Yeah, I have no clue. It's about... How fast do planes go? Oh, fucking fast, mate. I think it's about seven and a half hours on a flight. Yeah, it's about that. I'm going to say that they go about 500 mile an hour. Yep. So what's that? 500 times 7. Fucking hell, I'm shocking. 350 miles. I'm going to go... Fuck, if I just butchered that maths as well. I have no... I'm going to go 700... No, 850... No, fuck, I have no <laughs> In clue. kilometres, just letting you know. Oh, in kilometres. So I don't care what it is in miles. <laughs> I'm going to say 1,500 kilometres. <sighs> yeah, you're close. If you uh, get to say 5,567 kilometres, mate. 15, yeah, fuck, I'm so nowhere you're, near. You're way off, you're way off. Mate, I'll give you a bonus point though, all right? <laughs> I needed now, based, that was terrible. Based on the fact I just said, right, that New York drifts an inch away from London each year, what will the distance be in 2084? <laughs> well, you just saw my quick math end, so <laughs> this is not going to go out. 2084, how, how far each year? One inch. One inch, fuck. I know what that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, because I'm fucking working yeah, construction, you, mate. Yeah, you got a ruler. Yeah, I'm a carpenter. Yeah, um, good stuff. I think it's going to be one inch each year. 
And it was 5,000 kilometers? 5,567. It's going to be 5,627. Nah, mate, it's going to be (laughs) 5,567.0015494 kilometers. Well, good stuff. Thanks, thanks for having a crack. (laughs) Mate, I'm starting to think you're not really English. (laughs) This has been the least English trivia I can think of. All right, moving on. I got la- I got last little section for you. All right, what are the colours on the English flag? Red and white. Bang! Spot on, mate. All these right, these now- are a weird mix of complex and, and simple questions. Yeah, well, I'm trying to catch you out, mate. In which the next question? In which Marvel movie? Will you find? <laughs> will you me. find? Will you find the Red Guardian? <laughs> the Red Guardian. Oh, Red Guardian Leviosa. Um, <laughs> it's got to be Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. It is not, mate. <laughs> it's it's Black Widow. Oh fuck! And it now, up. now that character, the Red Guardian, is played by David Harbour. Do you know who David Harbour is? No. He's he's the guy in Stranger Things, the dad of Eleven. Oh, yeah, the, the sheriff. The sheriff, yeah. Yeah. Now, bonus point. He's got a and brother in Sydney. Did you know that? <laughs> Shut the fuck Sydney up. Sydney <laughs> <laughs> Mate, bonus point. Tune in because you need this, all right? Yeah, easy. Which famous English singer is David Harbour married to? Is he straight? Yeah. Um, famous English singer. Oh God, I can't even say that. Let alone the singer's name. I'm going with um, Dido. Is she English? Yeah, but I think she's like seventy-two. How old, David Harbour? <laughs> He's like in his fifties. <laughs> uh, do I'll, I get I'll another guess? I'll give you a hint. Right? Do you think this quiz has been fair or not fair? It's been the best and fairest, mate. Do Do you think I'm a bit mean? Mean? Oh. Do you think I'm really mean? Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> fuck. That is a clue, isn't it? Really mean. Mean girls think Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, you know, you've got... No, I'll tell you what, Spice Girls, Angry Spice. Incorrect, mate. It's Lily Allen. It's Uh, not fair and I think you're really He's with her. Yeah, they're married. There's got to be an age gap there. He is not... Oh, mate, there's probably an age gap with everyone that's married to (laughs) her. What? You're not with a partner that's born on the exact same day. I I think you'll find that to be very rare. Well, all right, mate. Well, that's the end of my trivia, and all I've got from that is you're not really English, so you can fucking get rid of that that facade and that shitty English accent, mate. Come on, come out. We know you're from Adelaide. Fucking hell, can I talk, talk <laughs> normal now? <laughs> I've been holding this in for so long. <laughs> oh, fuck me. All right, let's move right on.
<clears throat> well, we had a massive match day 11. Um, so we're just after the quarter way through the season. Is that? No, fuck, that's not even a quarter way. My maths is, <laughs> if there's one thing this this podcast highlights, is that my maths ain't that great. Um, yeah, I'm with you there, mate. Never mind. So we'll kick off, early kick off. Um, I'm just going to recap the results. And we had Fulham v Manu. Manu couldn't have looked more comfortable in their one 0 <laughs> victory over Fulham. Um, what honestly, was it? A, a late penalty? As no, well? it was it was comfortable. It was yeah. I don't want to talk about it. it was that easy for us. Um, and then we had Man City absolutely pumped Bournemouth six one. Mm-hmm. which is that a surprise i don't know no. it's a good big result for them brentford 3-2 win against west ham good result yeah that's a great result chef united beat wolves is that their first yeah, win yeah their first win yeah yeah gets them up and about um wolves had had some giant killings and they've dropped off it seems burnley mm. lost to palace um 2-0 again not sure there's much surprise or interest in that one mm. um Everton won all with Brighton very good result for Everton I think that and they're sort of finding their feet in the the season Notts yeah. Forest beat Villa 2-0 again that's a bit of a shock um yeah Newcastle the controversial 1-0 win against Arsenal which we will touch on I didn't add that to the agenda but consider it added um Luton drew with Liverpool which is a good result for Liverpool that it's hard place to go Luton they hadn't had a win and barely had any points but they've scraped a draw there so tough place to go down to Luton and then we've got Tottenham Chelsea which we're recording on Monday night so we don't know the result but I'm telling you it is going to be a one-all draw Tottenham v Chelsea tomorrow so Tottenham remain unbeaten yet not with a win you've heard it here first um, Tottenham 2-1. Yes. Tot- is that where you're going? Tottenham 2-1, yeah. Tottenham 2-1. Big Ange does it again. Well, we'll recap next week, see who is more right on that end. Um, but yeah, good result for Liverpool. So I just want to get back to that because <laughs> that is, it's a tough place to go. Luton, who were sitting bottom, very bottom of the table. Um, they, <laughs> they're on six points. I don't think they'd had a win yet. Luton, Luton. Luton. Oh no, they've had one win, sorry. Apologies to Luton. Luton are a quality side, man. And they they have been for a long time now. Um, (laughs) First, if anyone's unfamiliar, Luton, (laughs) they are quite a small side who have remarkably made it to the Premier League, which is the top lead in England, as we talked about last week. Um, And they were struggling this year. And Liverpool are supposed to be one of the better teams in the league. And they have scraped a draw with them, which is a fantastic result for Luton. uh, But probably not very good for Liverpool, if we're being honest. Like I said, Luton are a quality side, especially especially at home. That place has been a fortress for them for a long time now. And teams have constantly struggled to play there. Um, I will say there was... A late penalty shout that should have gone our way. I don't know if you saw it. Van Dyke got absolutely thrown to the floor. <laughs> Jordan Pickford out here again, was he? Yeah, it was like last minute of the game. And I they reviewed it and they didn't... I don't know why they didn't give it a foul, but it was a clear foul. The bloke wasn't going for the ball. Um, and yeah, if we had that penalty, we, we score and we win. So, you know... 
sometimes it just doesn't go your way and that was what happened with us but yeah like i said we'll, t- we'll take a point for a, a very good side yeah yeah that's it's not good because yeah you were going all right until that that result um and hopefully <clears> that doesn't throw you off too much if you're a liverpool fan but for everyone else watching let's hope that is the start of the end for liverpool <laughs> Um, but yeah, to recap the table, so we've got, I'll just do top four, bottom three. City are top, but Tottenham, they're top by a point. Tottenham have not played their game for this week, so they could go back top if they win. But I'm calling it now, they're going to draw, so don't worry about that. Liverpool are third after Tottenham in second, and Arsenal are fourth, which again, we touched on it a little bit, but they lost 1-0 in what was a controversial loss to Newcastle, which I want to get into after this bottom three you've got Chef United on four points they're rock bottom followed by Burnley they are second bottom on four points and Bournemouth on six points are making up the relegation zone so yeah it's uh, it's all to play for in match week 12 which is next week but I did want to really touch on VAR this week because there was a few controversial decisions uh, the Manu game, there was an early goal disallowed for Manu. Doesn't matter because we won it comfortably anyway. But there's just controversy every week, it feels like, with VAR. And to anyone who doesn't know, VAR is the video assistant referee. So they don't go to the games. They're sat in, I think it's like a, a truck or something with a bunch of screens. And they're sent to review decisions, just like any third umpire or that sort of thing. Um, but it just, I don't think it's working. I think it's taken a lot of the life out of the game. Celebrations are, are tough to do because you don't know if it's going to be ruled out. And there's just, the rules become grayer and more unclear with every decision to me. Um, so I wanted to get your thoughts on VAR. Should it continue? I don't think there's any chance it will, will stop. But if you are head of the, the FA in England, are you, yeah, like getting rid of VAR or are you keeping it? I think it's a bit of a weak argument that like celebrations are being nullified. Like, <laughs> boohoo if you can't do a fucking backflip after a goal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Thanks, yeah, man. I don't know. I, I like I like the system. I like that it's in place. I get it's there. I get what it's there for. But it's just not working at the moment, is it? But um, it's been brought into, uh, and I think this is the words I use to clear up any clear and obvious error. And what it yeah. seems to be is just they're picking apart every single thing in the lead up to a goal or a decision. And I just don't think that's what it was brought in for. I thought it was brought in for the more black and white decisions. And now, like I said, everything's becoming a grey area. And yeah, each week you're seeing a handball given and then the next week the same handball's not given. There's offside, they're drawing lines. It's just becoming too pedantic for me. It's like a helicopter yeah. parent Um and I don't even think the refs would be happy with it if you ask them. I think they're all sick of it, and yeah, just the the lack of decision making. I don't know. Is I, th- I'm not I think it's just it. it's just too reactionary at the moment. There's like there's just no firm or concise sort of mechanism for it. Like, and we found that as well with the AFL, and particularly you know with with that decision and i don't want to bring it up because i'm a crow supporter but you know that that decision that that cost crows a finals berth it, it's just it, it's it's put in place but there's just so many things that allow it to still go wrong when when it shouldn't there should be 
something that nullifies an error straight away and then you move on with the game and and it's just not enough of that for me so yeah i think yeah there needs to be a lot of work done yeah i i'd be happy if they scrapped it i kind of like the human error and i think it's taken seeing how like clinical this is to to realize how much i quite liked it before um I don't know there's a bit of soul that's been lost in the games, but that's my opinion. Um, yeah, Sol, Sol Campbell retired quite a while ago. <laughs> Shout out Sol Campbell. <laughs> Friend of the pod. <laughs> but yeah, that was the week that was in EPL. Um, and I guess there's some other football-related shenanigans I wanted to talk about. The big one, Lionel Messi wins his eighth Ballon d'Or. Um mm. The guy is unreal, um, but I did want to ask you the question, did he deserve it? Yeah, before I answer this, I I do want to make it clear that I, I do think he's the GOAT. Yeah, he's, okay. He's been my favourite player for so long. He's unbelievable to watch. And yeah, I mean, uh, it's hard for me to say it, but I, I, I don't agree. I don't think he should have won the Ballon d'Or. Okay, yeah, I didn't think you were going to lead with that. Let's unpack nah, that. Why not? I just don't think he, he did enough to win an award that's meant to be the best player of the whole year. Yeah. Um, so for those who don't know, the Ballon d'Or is given to a player that's been that's deemed the best player in in the world throughout every single competition, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, and I genuinely think he was only given this award based on his performance at the World Cup, which was amazing. He he played, yeah. he had an unbelievable World Cup and he helped his team win it. Um, he helped Argentina lift the trophy. But I don't think his domestic football was was that great. Like he, he I think he had a pretty lackluster season with PSG. Yeah. He, I think he was still, you know, notable, but I don't think he, he had as much success as he has before. And I definitely don't think he played as well as the person who I thought should have won, who came second, which was um, Haaland, Erling Haaland. Okay, so yeah, you'd have given it Erling Haaland. Um, Yeah, yeah, interesting. Uh, I I think you're right. I think that Messi winning it was a romantic decision. Um, Yeah, absolutely. uh, I mean, he's obviously won seven prior to this, so it's not exactly a surprise, but you're right. He, he played his domestic football with PSG, who didn't amount to much. Uh, I'm guessing they won the French League. I can't remember, but they do that every year, so that's not a surprise. They didn't yeah. do much in the European Trophy, the Champions League, um, yeah. and Messi's ended up signing for Inter Miami and pretty much signalling the end of his reign as, as yeah one of the best. So... But do you think he was surprised to win it? Messi. Yeah. <clears throat> no, fucking. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> do, you think, do you think Messi was surprised he took it home? Uh, I, I think so. I think if he was comparing, you know, the other seven times that he won it, I think this is probably, you know, his least impressive season. But yeah, um, yeah uh, again, I think, like you said, it's it was a romantic decision. I think they gave it to him based off his World Cup tournament. And I'm not completely against that because I think that's what won Luka Modric his uh, Ballon d'Or a few years ago was his performance at the World Cup. Save that um, for Croatian Word of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I just I, I think Haaland was, was robbed, to be honest. Uh, yep. he's, if you compare his 
season with Messi's, I think it's chalk and cheese. Haaland scored 36 goals in, in 35 games and broke an EPL golden boot record with that. Yeah. He he scored 52 goals in total uh, yeah. over all, all competitions and he won the treble. He won, he won everything with Manchester City. He won the league. He won Champions League, won the FA Cup. I don't think you can have that. I don't think you can have a bigger season than that. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And I'm not super big on individual awards, especially in a team game such as, as soccer. Like it's it's one of the few sports where individuals aren't super, um, I don't know, effective on their own, it should yeah. be said. Um, but yeah, like Haaland didn't go to the World Cup. Norway, his international team didn't qualify. Um, so he couldn't compete with Messi on that that level but that's the only thing you could say he had on him um but yeah you're you're probably right i probably agree with you for once that Haaland was robbed so give it to him give it to him messi if you've got any um (laughs) any conscience how do you sleep at night yeah Uh, and like you said who gives a fuck about individual awards and surely messi's got enough of them that he can go here you go son (laughs) here's a replica have one of my other eight yeah yeah exactly (laughs) Um, All right. Fair. Nah, nice. Well, that's uh, EPO and, and, and soccer for this week. All right, let's uh, move on now. We've got Croatian word of the week. Alex, I, I, know, I know you liked last week's word just as a, um, as a review. Gazitsa. Just in case you didn't hear it, which means um, a ripe old peach. It is a ripe old peach. Your bum. Gluteus Maximus. (laughs) This week's word, all right? Do you want me to give you the hint first or the word first? No, word first. Always word first. All right, so this week's word is Vragolian. 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 V-R-A-G-O-L-J-A-N. Gee whiz. Veragolian. Veragolian. Mm-hmm. That's quite long. Veragolian. All right, give us a hint. Um, so the hint, I guess, is this is what you could call a lot of players that um, play sport and their type of behavior could... Um, Ooh. Could suggest that they are this. So, uh, so it's a noun. It's a noun. Vragolian. Fuck. And what's a noun? <laughs> a naming word. Because a verb's a doing word, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a naming word. A noun is a naming word. I reckon. So and you said any sports person or like sports specific. Well, it's not sports specific, but based on the fact that our. Podcast is is a sports podcast. I use that just as a as a clever reference. But yeah, you could you could say that a lot of sports people uh, are this, or it's a name for 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 them. Mm. Based based on the behaviour that they display. I'm gonna go for prima donnas. <laughs> Not quite. Is Not it quite. in the ballpark? It's in the ballpark. It's more. I'll narrow it down to footy. It's very much associated with footy culture. Oh, is it like laddie? Like they're, yeah. they're boys, boys, boys. Bang on. Bang on. Uh, Vragolian is a larrikin. 
Alarican. Is that the yeah. direct translation? Apparently. <laughs> How did you find this? Do you search Larrikin on Google Translate to Croatian and it comes up with stuff? Or did you know that word? No, mate. I utilise my Croatian dictionary, which is my grandfather. <laughs> P did that. P did that. Who, again. P did that. Who will be a guest on the pod next I week? I was going to say, uh, we've got to get him on to do this segment. Um, he will be on the pod next week. He is very excited. To, if to if do he can take week. time from pruning his his trees and his fruits and his flowers, because he's an avid gardener, old P did it amongst the plat- <laughs> platinum record seller rabbis. No. <laughs> uh, nice one. Well, that's your uh, creation word of the week, Vragoljan, and we'll uh, we'll see you next week with this segment with with did that himself. Cool. It doesn't get any better than that, champion. I'll tell you what. Get a big dog up, you Collingwood. You fucking deserve it. All right. AFL, Alex. Yeah. Um, not, not much. Not, yeah, not much happening on the, the AFL men's front, but thought this would be a good opportunity to try and promote AFLW, which is um, it's not um, something I know too much about. I know you don't know heaps about but it is definitely something uh, i want to support more and something i want to um learn more about um yeah no absolutely i i can only echo that i think um been pretty lazy with getting into it which is yeah on my on me so um yeah i'm keen to watch some finals though so is that where we're up to with aflw yeah so the the season has just finished um and and finals start this week so I'll I'll go through the the top eight the teams. So it's just, it's the same um, finals format as as the AFL men's. So um, top eight uh, the Crowies finished minor prems. Oh, so they uh, got a been, win in summer, haven't they? Yeah, they've <laughs> they've been such a strong such a strong team since the first uh, AFLW season. So yeah, they're still on top there. Um, Melbourne a second. Followed by the Kangaroos. Oh, which same with them, isn't it? Same vibe kangaroos as Adelaide. Kangaroos as, as a club have not spent too much time on that <laughs> side of the table. So congratulations to the women for, you know, putting Kangaroos back on the map. Um, rounding out the top fours, the Brisbane Lions, who again have been a very strong team. Um, then we got Gold Coast, Suns, who are fifth. Um, sixth, Geelong. Fucking, they don't need another premiership. Um <laughs> Then seventh, Essendon, and uh, rounding out the top eight was Sydney, who who was their second year this year. So they've done really well to to sneak into the top eight. Can so es- um, Essendon made it? That is top eight, just the same as men's. Yeah, like the top so, eight make finals. So yeah, so Essendon actually have a chance to win their first final wow. in fucking like nineteen years or something. Yes, I think they said seven thousand days. Has it been? <laughs> yeah, seven thousand days. Um, and so. they're, I think they're fairly new to the comp, or were they one of the inaugural sort of teams? Uh, I'm asking the I'm, wrong person here, aren't I? Yeah, I'm not sure if they're one of the inaugural ones. I know, a f- I know a few of the teams that were inaugural teams. I'm not sure if Essendon were one of them. Okay. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, again, it's it's a chance for for them to uh, rectify a, a very very long drought for for their club as a whole. So yeah, can they do it? So we'll, uh, um, hit us with the finals matchups then. What are the games? Yeah, so on the first first game, it'll be uh, Crows versus Lions. Ooh, um, yep. 
So the winner of that will advance to the prelim. Yep. Um, who are we thinking for that, mate? Uh, Crow is too strong there, I think. Um, yeah, I, not I, that I have any idea, really, or anything to base that on, <laughs> but I think them finishing top, minor premiers, are going to be confident. Um, and Brisbane, just they can't win any in any sport, so um, <laughs> they'll be out early or not out, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah i um no i agree i think i think crows win at home and um they've got a lot of guns on their team shout out to eb marinoff who's a saint mickey's girl went to the same school oh really she was a couple of years younger than me but yeah she's an she's an absolute star so yeah good luck to her and the crows um next game which is an elimination final we've got the suns versus the swannies of sydney Oh, the yeses. Um, I'm yeah. going... Suns, I think Suns will get over here. Um, again, no reason, but I think they're a good side. Yeah, right. I'm going to back I'm gonna back Sydney. Go Swannies, um, okay. Yeah, from what I know, they play some really exciting footy. Um, I watched one of their games, actually. So, yeah, I was, I was impressed by how, how quickly they moved the ball. Um, yeah, so I'm going to back them in for their first finals berth and their first win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, the next elimination game is Cats versus the Bombers in Essendon. Ooh. So so loser goes home again in this one. What are we saying? I'm saying Bombers. They break the, the hoodoo um, and they, they get the first finals win for their club in 7,000 days. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm backing the Bombers too. I, I you've really got to hope they win. Yeah. yeah, you've got to back the, the girls. Um, and then the other, the other. I think is this called a semi final? When I don't know that that the setup of AFL in their final structure is very weird in how they mm. name them to me. Yeah, I forget what these ones are called, but it's, it's between the D's and the Roos, and the winner progresses to the prelim, and the loser gets another chance. So, yeah. Um, Demons are one of the inaugural teams, and they've been one of the best teams as well. Um, played the grand final last year against the Crows. Uh, Crows win. No, I thought uh, the D's won last year. Nah, Crows won last year. Did they? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, pre- <laughs> I'm pretty certain, but again, we could. We definitely could be wrong. Um, we'll, we'll check that one later. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> D's D's versus Ruse. Ruse have. I don't think they were an, an inaugural team, but they have been a very strong team the last few years. So I'm I'm going to back the D's. Um, yeah, I'm going D's. You, you are right, by the way. Adelaide won its third AFL Women's Premiership last yeah. year, defeating yeah. Melbourne in the grand final. But D's, they'll beat the Kangas. Cool. Yeah, uh, I agree. All right, well, we'll, uh, we'll uh, get back uh, with... <laughs> 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 well, we're excited to watch these games and um, we'll uh, update you guys on, on the results next week. Yeah, keen to tune in at the right moment. Finals is a good time to get involved. Um, although, yeah, I should have got involved before. I did start an AFLW fantasy team and I've not checked it all year. So <laughs> I could Mate, win. I could have won like won a, Mitsu- a Mitsubishi Land Cruiser or something. <laughs> Mitsubishi what? You know, the the land, Mitsubishi, those, I think it's Mi- pronounced. Mitsubishi Land Cruiser, the Toyota car. Um, yeah. So Why are you saying Mitsubishi? That's how you say it, mate. Um, back in England, where I'm not from, apparently. 
All right, mate. Well, uh, yeah, check check your fantasy result as well. And, and I'll let you know us, next week. Fill us in next week. The awesome. anticipation is killing me. All right, song of the week. Oh, oh, you! I can't get over yours last week. I had to mate. go and listen to it fifty-eight more times. Yeah, absolute banger, isn't it? I uh, I had a few people message me and they say they they really like that song. So I'm I'm glad that they got on board too because it's an absolute banger. Um, this week, mate, what have what have you got for us for your song of the week? So I was listening on the tram the other day because in Melbourne, um. <laughs> What a, in Melbourne you have trams. In Melbourne we have trams. Do you have them in Adelaide? <laughs> yeah, we got one. What do you got for today for us, Alex, on Song of the Week? So they are called These New South Wales and they are oh. a band out of, I believe, New South Wales. <laughs> um, and they the song I have is Changes. It is off their album from last year and I've been, yeah, smashing the whole album. So go and listen to it. It's really good. Um, and I think they've got like a... A mockumentary type show on, this is going back some years, on Comedy Central or something like that, but you can watch that. Yeah, it's a bit of a Flight of the Concords type thing, but with punk punk music. So shout out these New South Wales and that song changes. Give it a listen. That's the riff, hey, of that song. Um, What's yours? Um, my song of the week. Um, so I don't know if you know Alex, but Blink One Eight Two released an out al- a new album last week. Is it One Eight Two or One Eighty Two? What's the correct way? I think it's Blink One Eighty Two. Blink One Eighty Two with Tom DeLonge. Yeah, I think that's how they pronounce it. But yeah, so they've they've released a new album. Um, first album in a while as the OG group. Um, I. I was pretty excited for it. I'm I'm a massive fan of Blink. They're probably one of the first bands I ever really fell in love with. Um, so yeah, I was I was very much anticipating this. Um, and yeah, I, I really enjoy it. I think it I think it's a really good album. Um, I think um, I think it's weird to hear fucking blokes who are Blink 182 years old and <laughs> still still singing about high school themes. Um, yeah, so lyrically, I think it, it's a bit cringe, but I think that is Blink-182 anyway. Um, but yeah, their, um, their song Blink Wave, especially on that album is, is a banger. Uh, I really like it. So, um, if you get an opportunity, have a listen to Blink, um, their new album one more time. Um, and yeah, let me know what you think. Yeah, cool. I'll give that track a listen. Um, don't mind a bit of Blink 182. You! Alright, let's move on to what did you watch? Oh. Alex, what did you watch this week, mate? What have you got for us? Anything exciting? Anything sad? Anything? I, I don't want to talk about it because you spoke about it a few weeks ago, but I did go and watch that Killers of the Flower Moon. Um <laughs> I'm just glad you pronounced it right, mate. Yeah, I was just testing you last time, but it is very good, um, very long, and very different to what I expected. I think the trailer was, I don't know, I had a different idea of the film um, 
after watching the trailer than what it actually was. But still very good, just very long. What did you think it was going to be like after the trailer? I don't want to give anything away, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, in case anyone's not seen it. Yeah, all right, but you can't. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) But I've also been watching the new series of Sex Education, um, which I know you're a fan of, and uh, it's really good. I love that show. It's very wholesome and tackles some really good themes within the context of the show, and it's, yeah, good. I enjoy it. It's on Netflix, so go and watch it if you haven't. Season one onwards is, yeah, really good. Fucking oath, man. Um, what about you? What have you been watching? What's made the optical lenses spark this week? Um, for me, uh, last night I chucked on some Netflix and watched a um a new. It was like a little little mini documentary. It's two episodes. Um, produced by the Duplass brothers. If you know who they are. Um, Duplass. The show's called Last Stop Larimer. Have you seen that? Last stop, Larimer. No, no. Yeah, but I am familiar with how you say Larakin in Croatian. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. So it's it's essentially the Aussie Tiger King. Do you remember Tiger uh, King? Yeah, I remember you watching it. That was when we yeah. lived together. Um, I never yeah. watched it myself, but yeah, up up the Richmond Tigers. Yeah. So it's it's about this uh, little town in the Northern Territory called Larimer. The population is like eleven people. Um, <laughs> And and one of the people uh, go missing, and it's it's just uh, yeah, a yeah documentary about how that person went missing and and who's behind it. Um, true story. True story. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it, ha- it, it happened in two thousand and seventeen. So um, yeah. So but uh, there actually is tigers in it. No, no. Oh. But it's 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 like Tiger King. There's a there's an alligator or a crocodile. Um, who potentially, you know, the oh, I don't want to give too much away, but there's a theory that maybe the person got fed to this particular crocodile, but um, which is like in the Tiger King, they thought that the he got fed to one of what's her name? Carol Baskin killed her husband, whacked him. You're really trying to rescue that that link to those two shows. Well, yeah, but she was, <laughs> I can't remember her name, but the main antagonist was meant to have fed him to her tigers as well. So, look, and it's just the assortment of characters are very similar to, to this um, show as well. So, just go and watch it and, you, yeah, you'll find out. Cool. Thanks, man. No worries. All right, what's next? Okay, let's go. Oh, mate. <laughs> Fuck it, Al. This is what I've been waiting for all all week, to be honest. But um, not I and Robin of the week. Nah, nah, nah. Here we are with our kitty update. Oh, the batting segment. It's back Do and it's we? bigger than ever. It's so much bigger than ever. We have got some so exciting news for you all. As of today, we have cracked a thousand dollars. That is unreal. Genuinely. Um, because, yeah, we're still many thousand dollars down the drain, probably. Well, mate, um, mate, this is something we've dreamed about for a long time. This is this like, is... you know, it's Robin Hood-esque, isn't it? It's taking from the rich, giving to the poor, us being the poor and sports bet being the rich. Absolutely. Um, and this is probably the greatest achievement of my life and probably the most... <laughs> the the mo- it's probably It's probably the most money I've ever earned as well, so... <laughs> 
It's 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 fucking huge. Um, yeah. I just want to I just want to take this opportunity to thank my family really who've yeah you know who who didn't teach me healthy co- healthy coping mechanism growing <laughs> up and uh, you know who facilitated an environment that encouraged harmful vices. So um, yeah, no, good yeah. for you. And you can use the thousand dollars to have therapy for those harmful vices and coping mechanisms. So that's, I could do one that. plus. Or we could use it. To grow up to 2,000, mate, which is the next goal. Oh, that's the degenerate gambler in you that I love to hear. <laughs> Again, we don't encourage this at all. No. This is this is just so you guys can and uh, live this through us. But yeah, no, it's been a... It's What's been a, our motto, mate? Just tell the listeners our motto. Um, stay in school. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> I don't know, mate. You tell me. We lose the money, so you don't have you to. You don't have to. Yeah, there you knew go. it That's all along, it. didn't you? You larrikin, you valgum. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just call me Voldemort? <laughs> Vragolian. Vragolian. Anyway, yes, go right, so Kitty update. So yeah, we're we're up to $1,033. Um, for those of you who didn't Sweet. tune in last week. We've grown that from ten dollars uh, in a year, so pretty pretty remarkable, if you ask me. Um, we yeah, that's had, unreal. So we had nine. We made nineteen bets this week, and we won seven of them. So seven for nine. It's not. It's not seven bad. Seven for nineteen. Is it, it's not bad. Well, yeah, and we ended up up uh, from it. So yeah, it's good. For those of those listeners that are excited for us, um, I'd just like you to know that you also have a problem. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, so yeah, so I just mentioned that we were on we're on a thousand and thirty three dollars, but Alex, we could have been in the eleven hundreds, could have we? Are we segueing into the IN robbing of the week? Absolutely, the crows were robbed right in front of me. Right in front of me. We're, we're definitely segueing to our Iron Robin of the week. That was um, sneaky. Is today, snake. <laughs> today um, we we won a bet on the Golden State versus Cavs game. Um, and then Alex said he was going to have a crack at the Portland Grizzlies game later. Oh, is that um, factually true? Yeah, it's factually true. Um, so it came close to the game, and I saw that there was no activity on our sporting bet account. So I got together a bet just in case he he missed it, um, and I had one prepared, and I sent it to him to say oh, we're going to put this on. Oh, he, not factually and, true. No, 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 factually true. <laughs> and then he came back with a "Don't worry, mate." And this is about a minute to go. I've already got us sorted. So I went. No worries, mate. Sounds good. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you to it. Portland Trailblazers are your boys. So, yeah, it's only fair that you get to have this bet. So, he's whacked the bet on and I, I start watching it and he's got Tillman to have like seven rebounds or something. <laughs> and then I've heard the commentator just say, uh, it's a shame that Tillman is out today with a knee injury because they're going to miss him. <laughs> so, the bloke's put on a bet with a player that's not even playing. Um so we ended up, we get our money back because of that. Um, but the sad thing is the original bet that I had put on came in. Yeah. Um, 
and I'm glad you you know I'm glad you're over that you've clearly moved on from a few hours ago um and thanks for not guilt tripping me but <laughs> that kitty could have been a little bit bigger it is true and I will I'll tell you what I'll do something that you're not able to do and I'll take responsibility for that mistake <laughs> mate I'll be held accountable for that one well um, that's it Mate, I'm happy to not win money if if that's what comes out of it, if you're going to improve and grow because of it. So uh, uh, consider it forgotten, mate, and we'll we'll move on and uh, dust the tools off when we're back at it next week. That's it. Keep uh, up to date on our socials because Carmen will be sharing the occasional snap onto our stories for you to follow along and watch us um, improve that kitty. Yeah, and thanks to those who were getting involved with the interactive bets and and engaging with the polls. It was a lot of fun. Reckon! It's Reckon time! All right, let's uh, move on to our final segment here. We've got our Isaac rankings. Oh, it was a good one last week. How are you going to bounce back after that? Because, yeah, I don't think that that's easy to follow on what was a good one last week. It was a really good one last week. That I did have a lot of fun doing that. Um, this week, I thought it might be interesting to to do a ranking based on something that I know you're not particularly fond of. Class. And I wanted to make sure that you had no idea about it right up until this moment. So this is <laughs> going to be lots and lots of fun. Um, today's, well, this week's rankings are going to be our top five Marvel superheroes or villains? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Grow up. Grow up, mate. I like to play with superheroes when I was a toddler as well, and I've aged and I've matured, and some of you lot just can't move on, so let's hear it. No, I'm super excited for this. All right, so I'll kick us off with number five, mate. I've got one of the OG X-Men, Nightcrawler. You know Nightcrawler? That's the Icy. film with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, but yeah, this is Nightcrawler character from the X-Men. What's, movie, what's Nightcrawler's fucking thing that he does? <laughs> so, Night- <laughs> so Night Nightcrawler has got super agility and he can he can teleport. That's his that's his main ability, and I fucking love teleportation. Um he looks really cool. And he, um, at night, he can camouflage in shadows. So he's pretty much completely... Oh, no shit. Can't we all when it's dark out? <laughs> fucking Nightcrawler. He's pretty much invisible. So he so, doesn't teleport. Yeah. He just doesn't look very obvious when he's moving around. <laughs> nah, he can teleport. And that's, yeah, that's his main main ability. So I've got him, yeah, number five. Who have you got as number five, mate? I've got... I've got... Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. Any any reasoning for that? He fucking uh he can regenerate when he gets yeah, hurt. He can. Um, yeah. And he's got wicked like claws. Nice. Nice. And do you know what Wolverine's real name is? Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> Bang on. <laughs> uh no, he is he's I think he's Dr. Xavier, isn't he? No. Oh, Jesus. This is fucking unbelievable. Is he not? Logan. A Logan. Logan, obviously. I was testing it, man. You've seen that movie, haven't you? I have. That's, that's like actually that? all right. Yeah. yeah. But all right. all right is as good as it gets for Marvel all movies. Right. So. 
Let's let's move on. For number four, I have another OG X-Men. Storm. <laughs> Storm. Have you heard of Storm? <laughs> Fucking hell. I've witnessed a few of them. So, so Storm's got <laughs> Storm's got Athmokinesis, which means she can <laughs> she, she means it means she can manipulate the weather. Right? So she can <laughs> She can create a storm or rain or a flood and use that against her opponent. She's she's sick. sick. She's she's quite rugged as well. So she was an orphan. She grew up as an orphan. So she's you know she's an expert. I don't know why this would mean that, but anyway, it's a correlation I've made. She's an expert thief and pickpocket. So she and she's got like real like street type combat fighting moves and stuff and she yeah she's she's really sick so she's number four for me and she's got one of the dopest costumes in in all of the marvel universe so yeah that is the most bullshit person so she's a weather woman (laughs) yeah she can manipulate the weather to her advantage so can fucking melbourne spend a few days in (laughs) melbourne mate she's she's over here doing summer to our weather all the time Who's your number four, mate? We're doing five of these. Jesus. Yeah, yeah of course. You are right. testing me here. I am going... Um... They're so hard to choose from because there's so many good ones. Um, yeah. I'd probably go The Thing. The Thing? From Fantastic Four. Nice, nice. And what are his abilities? <laughs> He's big. <laughs> And he's strong. And he's... Honestly, you wouldn't want to meet him fucking in a dark alley unless you're Nightcrawler. <laughs> Not even Mrs. Weatherwoman could take him down. Fucking bullshit. The thing. That's my number four. Nice. Nice. All right. Number, number three for me is... Um, have you ever heard of Black Bolt? <laughs> yeah, man. Love him. <laughs> Good choice. <laughs> oh fuck me! Uh, yeah, so Black Bolt is the ruler of Atalan, right? And he's a, he's a member of a group called the Inhumans. So he's his power is that he has a hyper hyper powerful voice. All right, so he 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 can cause immense damage from his 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 voice, his vocal cords. Right, so. He, <laughs> He's had, and he's got this antenna on his head, right? Where he can channel his vocal energy into it to, to, to like, he can fly because of it. He can do lots of shit because of it. But he has to remain silent. And he's, he's, he's developed a lot of self-control to remain silent. Because if he mutters anything, just a little whisper, he could potentially destroy planets. He's that powerful. So he has to stay quiet all the time. Yeah. And he's a superhero. Yeah, he's, he's sick, and he's got a sick uniform as well. Was the antenna built into his head, or was he born with that? No, well, he's a he's a um, he's an inhuman. He's he's a oh. he was it's something obviously. That, yeah, I think that's something he was born with. Um, but sure. anyway, so that's number three for me. Who's your number three? I bet he gets good phone signal. <laughs> Fucking, I struggle with Telstra. Um, my number three, mate. Again, it's so tough to narrow them down because mm. it just gets it gets good. But I've got to go, Daredevil. Daredevil. Yeah, no, I've, nice. yeah. He 
was born blind and he's got unreal hearing to the point where he can see the objects in front of him <laughs> and he is mate there's one thing playing the piano shout out to Stevie Wonder but it's another fighting crime when you're blind as a bat <sighs> oh god blind as a devil blind as a fucking devil yeah unreal no he's he's class to anyone who's nice. not seen daredevil don't fucking watch it it's crap <laughs> it's the most nonsense story ever so you're 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 confirming him as number three then yes he's nine number three <laughs> coming in after the other two nice all right well my number two and mate i think this guy is quite a hero for you and i um he 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 makes the small man look strong um and for that for that i've got speak for yourself i've got ant-man as number two oh he's he really really shows what short people can be capable of so um yeah and you know i think paul rudd's one of my favorite actors ever so paul rudd playing him just makes it 10 times better so ant-man number two for me well what's his thing he can go really really little so he wears this like this this special suit which downsizes him to the size of an ant. Um, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Um, and yeah, he just yeah does sick shit as an ant-sized thing. So they stole his fucking superpower from Honey I Shrunk the Kids, did they? Um, I cannot confirm or deny that. Ant Man, his strength is getting small. Unreal. Mine too. Um, <laughs> Number two, mate. Number two. Number two. Um, again, it's tough because I probably would have said Nightcrawler myself, but you've taken that <laughs> one. Um, so I'll go for... It has to be Batman, doesn't it? <laughs> Absolute vigilante. Mate, Batman's DC. <laughs> I couldn't give a fuck, mate. Honestly, unless you have been paying attention, I could not give a toss about these superheroes. It's all bollocks. <laughs> okay. um, so what's what's Batman's abilities? He fucking fights crime. He's got a fast car, <laughs> and he comes out with another movie every couple of years. <laughs> Someone else playing the bastard. Um. No, it, it, he hasn't got any skills. Like, he's just really into no. fighting crime and he's got a butler. Yeah, essentially. No, he's he's a super rich, rich guy who inherited all his parents' money and he's uh, scientifically uh, advanced in that he creates his own special gadgets and uh, super that's, stuff. No, he yeah. got bitten by a bat, didn't he? Is that him? I don't, no, I don't think he got bitten by a bat. That's Morbius, mate. Number that's two, Batman. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> nice. All right, leading into my number one, um, they're related, but I had to give an honourable mention to um, a villain that I really like. Um, and we, you mentioned Jake Gyllenhaal before. He actually plays this character in a movie, um, and that's Mysterio. Oh, great wrestler. <laughs> yeah, shout out Ray Mysterio, friend of the pod. Um, yeah, so Mysterio's yeah been one of my favourite villains for a, for a long time. Um, uh, growing up playing the Spider-Man games, he was he was quite prominent in them. 
Uh, yeah, I just, I just love him. He's all about trickery and deceit, and he's, he's funny and quippy, and yeah, I, I really enjoy him. But that, that leads into my number one all-time superheroes, um, and this is probably shared by a lot of people. Um, Wait, that was a number one. No, it was my honourable mention. You know, I love honourable mentions. Oh, God. So leading into <laughs> my number one, Spider-Man. And we all we all know Spider-Man, what he does. Um, and yeah, I've I've loved him since I was a, a child. And um, some might say I'm still a child, and I'm okay with that. So go Spider-Man. On you, mate. That was, yeah, that was good. Um, <laughs> my honourable mention is go and read some fucking... <laughs> non-fiction books and get a taste of reality you losers anyone who's into this rubbish um number one silver surfer nice nice i I, i'm gathering you've seen uh fantastic four (laughs) i thought he was a bad guy to be honest Um, he is oh he is (laughs) yeah See, I'm knowledgeable on this shit. <laughs> All I've learned is that that's the one movie you've watched, Fantastic Four. <laughs> I was going to go Spider-Man um, yeah. because I've literally ran out of superheroes. I think I've done well to name five. Um, can you can you just talk a little bit about Silver Surfer, what he does, what his abilities are? <laughs> the clues in the name, mate. Come on. <laughs> Go on, explain it. Silver to start with. And he loves the internet, surfing the web. <laughs> that's his. That's his power. He's got. He's got fucking very fast internet. <laughs> he's, his broadband's exceptional. Even better than Antenna Man. Who you said fucking before? Fantastic 4G. <laughs> <laughs> How's that not been the branding for four and five G? Oh, fuck. This was quality. Thanks, mate. Thanks for sharing your favourite superheroes, and um, I look forward to discussing it more with you at a later time. (laughs) No, thanks for sharing that, mate. That was really good. Um, We can cut all this shy out, because no one cares. Um, But yeah, thank you. Entertaining, at least, for you. Good on you. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry for the listeners if all you could hear was me laughing. That That was very entertaining for me. All right, well, that, that brings us to the end of, of this week's episode. Thank um, God. <laughs> um, we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, keep sending in your feedback. Keep uh, keep emailing us at in and under at outlook.com. We're going to reply when we can and we'll post our favorite ones as we get them. Um, Alex, anything else from you, mate? No, it's been a pleasure hosting with you again this week, mate. Um, I just love all your your stuff that you do on this pod. Um, but yeah, follow us on our socials. Um, like, subscribe, comment. Tell us what we can do better, even if it's a fucking essay. Um, and yeah, we'll see you next week for more fun and games. Take it easy, guys. Bye.